What's going on, guys? I wanted to read another five-star rating and review from AGS Landscaping titled Always Brings Top Quality, Five Stars. Well, thank you for that. He writes, or they write, awesome content and always great quality. Naylor is down to earth and doing great things for the industry, explanation point. Well, I couldn't agree with my efforts. I am definitely trying to do great things for the industry. I appreciate the kind words and your insight on uh, if I am or am not. I'm glad I definitely am making an impact for you and hopefully those of you that are listening and and many more to come. But that is my, my goal is to just keep doing as many great things as I can for this industry because as I've alluded to or elaborated on in some recent episodes on the Power, Mo- Power Moves uh, podcast as well as mine here, I just never really had that sense of community growing up. I never really had a whole lot of friends um, and or family. You know, I didn't have a huge family. I was an only child and I didn't have a huge extended family and, and only had a few like kind of like best friends, you know, over the years. I didn't have like a ton of acquaintances or whatever. I was just kind of in a very uh, isolated scenario there, um, you know, just it is what it is. So I didn't really have those kind of connections growing up. So I guess subconsciously, I kind of craved that, um, you know, as I got older. So when I discovered this community nine years ago, when I first started my lawn care business, not only did it help me, you know, kind of transition from retail management into managing my own lawn care business, uh, it also helped me kind of have that community, family, friendship feel. And once I felt that, I, I never wanted to to not be a part of it, you know, and I wanted to do whatever I could to help bring that for others and everyone else so that we could grow together. And, and hopefully if there's anyone else feeling alone or f- feeling like they're, they're craving that sense of community and friendship and family, and, and that they find this community, they will feel the same way I have all these years. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Thank you guys. And, uh, this is we're, this episode's over <laughs> now. Just joking, but uh, thank thank you again, AGS for uh, landscaping for leaving that five star rating review. Again, if if you guys haven't done that yet on Apple Podcast or on Spotify, please go ahead and do so. It, it means a great deal, and I do my best to try and read them uh, as often as possible on the show. So thank you guys. Here we go. Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. We have another live episode from the Podcast Summit 2023, powered by Kohler uh, at Almond HQ. The Caleb and Brittany Almond have been gracious to let us use their facility here, and it's brand new and it's it's phenomenal. I'm proud and happy for them uh, how far they've come and and this awesome facility. Uh, so we've been we've been podcasting all day. Lots of folks from the community have been coming, hanging out, networking, getting on podcasts, sharing their story, and of course, anyone with podcasts that's here has been um, helping to share those stories. By having the conversations on their podcast. So this episode, I'm joined with... This is Derek Burtis with Sowerscapes Lawn Services. Nice. And you, so you said you're a couple hours away. You're in 
Cleveland, you said? Yep, we're we're in Twinsburg specifically in the Cleveland area. It's a um, two and a half hours here from Carroll, and um, it was, it was a smooth drive. Thankfully, uh, my buddy Dom with Ledge Hill Landscaping, we um, he's a local company next next to us. Thankfully, he was willing to take the reins and drive, so I was able to sit in the back and catch up on some work. But it's a beautiful day over here in Carroll, and we're very thankful. Nice. How, how many of you guys came? Yeah, there was um, myself and then um, Dom with Ledge Hill Landscaping. A couple of the guys I work with him came. Um, Dom uh, Dom and I, we go to a lot of different events together. So we've been to um, LAL. We, we came to this event here. We're, we're super satisfied and I would highly recommend it to anybody down the road. Um, we, we've been to, you know, the, the typical things people know is uh, GIE, now now Equip, I believe. Um, did get a chance to make it last year, but um, it's d- definitely something that we're passionate about. It's connecting with um, other landscapers, especially from different um, different areas, different regions and that to, to learn and, and grow and continue to um, take what they know from their areas and hopefully attribute them to our business. Nice. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your business? Yeah, sure. So I guess I'll, I'll start from the foundation. Um, like, like a lot of people in landscaping, um, I, I was looking to, to find a job, um, came into middle school. I'm like, you know, we, we got to make some money somehow. Um, and I, a lot of my buddies were working fast food places, making, you know, seven bucks an hour minimum wage, whatever it might be. And so my buddy, um, Bobby down the street, one of my neighbors, we were wondering like, you know, what can we do to make money? And we, someone mentioned, you know, cutting grass. I, I, someone on my baseball team's like, yeah, I made a thousand dollars cutting grass over the summer. And at the time when, you know, I have zero in the bank account, thousand dollars sounds like a lot of money. And I'm like, shoot, just cutting lawns. And, um, you know, we, I borrowed my father's mower and we were able to, to cut a lawn and we found we could cut a lawn in an hour and we made $20. And, um, and we were like, you know, $20, $20 an hour beats the $8 an hour at McDonald's. So, um, so we, we pursued doing that. And, you know, my dream wasn't to be a landscaper, but, um, my dream was to definitely flourish and strive to be, um, self-sufficient. And, um, this idea of questioning, you know, like, what can I do to, to, to get to that idea of financial freedom that people throw around and, um, found that a lot of people that were, were comfortable in their living and, and, um, in terms of finances, they, they had their own businesses. And I thought, you know, um, what, what could be a good business? And so we were doing this push mowing and we decided to, to start with the basics, something a lot of people do, mow their lawns. And, um, we found that, that, that there was a lot of opportunity there. So, um, we were push mowing one, two lawns and we moved on to, you know, five and, and my buddy, um, decided to, to go elsewhere. I remember looking at a, a truck and trailer and, and they had a zero turn mower. And, and I'm like, you know, just throwing out there, Oh, what if, what if we had that nice setup? There's, you know, maybe ten, fifteen thousand dollars set up. And I was just jokingly saying it because it wasn't even my goal at the time to, to be a landscaper. But, um, little did I know that years down the road, just chipping away at, um, working and continuing to grow in that area that we would soon, soon get to that, um, quickly. Yeah. And, um, it, it was, I just looked back to thinking, um, the idea of, you know, um, haters are, or can be your motivators at times, you know, yeah. <laughs> some people try to tell you that you can't do something. They'll, they'll doubt you, but, um, continue to believe in yourself and, and persevere through the, the tough times. But, um, so yeah, we, we were doing the push mowing. We, we worked our way up my, um, finally I got my license and, um, my mom had an SUV. So I, I hooked up a hitch to my mom's SUV and, um, we were able to pull around the trailer, um, with, a, I was able to get a, a cheap zero term hour from my uncle that recently, um, was getting out of the business. So I got that cheap and, um, just kept working hard, reinvesting. And my means for that was to, to pay off college because um, I wanted to go to college. So I ended up 
going to college for a year, and I was actually discerning um, being a priest, very devout in Christian faith. Um, I'm a Catholic denomination, but I try not to get caught up in denominations. Um, but that's where the, the name Sowerscapes comes from. Okay. Is it's uh, uh, Matthew 13, 1 through 9. It's a parable, uh, the parable of the sower. Mm-hmm. And so being um, devout in my faith, um, striving to grow in holiness, as well as wanting to grow in business, that was um, specifically the landscaping business. The parable of the sower correlated, um, you know, it was faith-based, but it was also talking about planting seeds um, and having a good foundation, which I, I'm a big believer in, um, planting your seeds in, in fertile soil versus the stony soil. And um, for me and my faith, um, God's my foundation. Um, he's the fertile soil for me. And so um, it's something that was important to me, and that's where the, the company name came from. And um, I'm hoping um, since I ended up leaving from ministry and um, being a priest in that, I actually ended up leaving college as well. Um, I just didn't like my return on investment for how much um, people were paying. I I came to realize like, you know, going to college, I'm just kind of being a follower and I want to be a leader. Um, Again, talking a lot of local business owners, a lot of them didn't have degrees. And um, I'm like, you know, there seemed to be a trend there. And I I'm not saying that there's a right or wrong answer. People do both and, and succeed very well. Um, but going to school for me, just, um, again, how much I was paying and what I was learning from teachers that I, I could learn um, in books for $10, you know, here, $10 there, um, you know, free access to podcasts and YouTube and that. Um, I decided that, that that's what fit me best. And so I decided to pursue growing the landscaping business full time. It was initially a summer thing to pay for college. And I ended up leaving college because I didn't want to pay that much. And I put all that money and reinvested it back into the business. So um, it's just been flourishing. And I, and I thank the Lord for that. Um, to give you an idea on our size, you know, um, we're still a smaller business. Um, I don't know that I, I'm looking to be that um, 10 trucks, 10 trailer guy um, making millions and millions um, of dollars. And, you know, half the time, the bottom line might not even be very good, you know, but um, trying to, to max out um, a couple of crews that are, are really good with the best guys that we're paying them well. Um, we do maintenance and de- um, maintenance and, and landscaping, maintenance and design. Um, so this season, last year and, and years prior, we were doing a hybrid crew where we had um, landscaping we did half the week and lawn service we did the other half. Um, and, and this season, we're, we're um, putting money into marketing dollars, which we hadn't done prior because it wasn't necessary with um, you know just doing good work and, and referrals kind of serve themselves as, as many would say but we, we did put some money into um into door hangers and into websites and into you know um direct mailing campaigns and, and different um things of sorts to to drive that extra business to have those full-time crews um which is the goal so uh, that's another thing that i am a big advocate of is is setting goals having a target and then shooting for them um in this case i remember hearing it from someone recently in a mastermind group that i was in but um, you know, there's the people that don't have goals and, and that, that's a large percent. And, and those people, um, you know, the world just kind of pulls them to where they go. Then there's the, the few that think about their, their goals and, and that gets you um, like 10 times farther than the person that doesn't think about them at all. And then the person that writes them down is like three times more than the person that thinks about them. So that's something I've been pushing this year is writing down my goals more often. Um, the way I can uh, make an analogy for this is, um, you know, if you're in sports and you try to make it to states, if you're the guy that thinks about your goals, you're the guy getting to states. If you're the guy that writes your goals down, you're striving to be number one and two in the state. So um, as I'm striving to be the best I can be, um, 
I, I recently started writing down my goals more often so that I can hit that one and two and, and hopefully um, be the best local landscaper in my area. Nice. Wow. That is, you, you uh, are really, really honing everything in, like you said, and trying to focus on, on what you're doing, what you want to do, your goals. Um, how many, how many people do you have? Do you have anyone, are you solo yeah. operator right now or sure. do you have anyone helping you out? Yeah. Great question. So I'm the only owner of the company um, currently. And uh, we, we have, there's three guys working with us last year and, and I've hoped that those guys are going to be reoccurring. That, that has been an issue in, in the landscaping industry is, is labor, as many of you, as people know. Um, I, I think one big thing that um, I always had guys that would work for the whole year, then they'd leave. Then I'd train someone new, they'd work for the whole year and then they'd leave. And I was thankful that they were there for the year because some people would only, you know, other people have experiences where it's only one week or one day or one month, you know. Um, and so these guys were here for the whole year and they're actually looking to, to come back. This is the first time I... I I have the opportunity of having three reoccurring guys. Um, you know, something that I think is, is bringing that is good company culture. The guys were happy. They enjoyed going to work. Um, they were getting paid well. Um, you know, we charge our clients more so we can pay our guys more, but we provide a quality service. Um, that's something I, uh, that, that I'm big for is, you know, charging more, paying the guys more Then you can get the better guys. Then you, in, in which case, if, if you're having the better people, um, this is my hope so that I can delegate the work so that I can step away and work on the business instead of being in and, um, doing all the labor, you know, mowing the lawns and all that. So I'm, that's what I'm striving to do is, is I'm stepping away. And, um, so there were, there was three guys and those guys are looking to come back. Um, I'll cut to the chase, but we, we invest in a, a mulch mate, which, um, nice. it, for some of you guys, you may be familiar, some aren't, but, um, you can put it on the back of a dump truck, the back of a dump trailer. We got a, a custom DMT trailer combo with the mulch mate and the mulch mate, um, helps fill your wheelbarrows by pretty much click of a button. You pull the tarp out, load the material on there. And instead of having a guy shoveling all day, um, it's filling your wheelbarrows for you. So essentially you don't, you don't need to be paying that one guy that's shoveling, um, pitchforking all day. And you could have a two man crew with the mulch mate instead of having three guys. Um, so it, it really helped in terms of labor. I, I essentially bought a guy that's going to show up to work every single day and it's a very quality product. Um, and that, you know, I think it's going to last many years. So that's going to be a, a guy that's going to be coming back every single year is the way I looked at it. Um, knowing that labor is an issue. Um, thank the Lord that, you know, we got, um, some labor labors for the abundant harvest. Um, and, and we have these guys that are looking to come back, but I think that it was because work was easier because we invest into good equipment. Um, and the guys weren't tired coming home from work every single day. Cause they're, you know, the machines are doing the work for them. Right. So I think that that was a big thing. Um, like I said, never had it before, but now I have three reoccurring guys. And that was right after we invested into some really good equipment yeah. and, and it's making the job easier. It's um, boosting morale because the guys aren't as tired. You know, they're able to get through the day and they're joyous and jumpy. And, um, and I think having that environment for some people, they, they appreciate going to work more than they, they, they are sitting at home yeah. at this point. So, yeah. so that's, that's amazing. Um, this year we were, we were working with a few other guys, um, a couple summer guys potentially, as well as a couple other full-time guys. So we have a mix of seven or eight people in the pool um, to work with us this year. And I just recently got married August 20th of last year. So I'm excited to get my wife involved in some of the office work and the back work, um, you know, the important stuff that people aren't seeing. And we're investing a lot of time in that this winter. Um, You know, we were always using Excel and it it worked really well for us. We had a system and it, it, we, and we were, you know, figuring out the numbers and that, but um, it it is a lot more manual time and that, and, um, you know, time is one of our most valuable assets. So we are um, investing into 
we did invest into Jobber and QuickBooks this year, so um, we're learning the ropes around that, and I think that that's going to be very helpful in terms of professionalism. And um, we like the idea that um, you know Jobber has the the contracts you can easily get to people when they you know they accept it, they sign the contract, and it's all organized very well. It's professional, and um, we think that um, it's important to have that professional image, and that that alone sells jobs. So yeah, where did you learn all this stuff, man? You just like really wise beyond your years. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so, uh, I ask uh, thousands of questions. People knew me as the question guy when I was in school. Um, like I, <laughs> so I asking a lot of questions to the people that have already made it. And, um, you know, we, we don't have to reinvent the wheel. There's people that have already invented it and just, you know, use the wheel. And so, um, reading books, listening to podcasts, but a big thing is, you know, getting around people like yourself and, and asking the questions that, that need to be asked. So, um, to, <clears throat> to improve. But like, I, I would constantly, you know, look at, I, I'm, I'm very honest with myself. I critique myself a lot. Um, and you know, I'm, I can be very hard on myself, but, um, I, I look at, at the end of the day, I like to do like a self-reflection and say like, you know, Derek, what are some of the good things you did today? What are some of the things that you didn't do very well? And, um, some of the things I didn't do very well, I'd be honest with myself. And I'd say, you know, how can I improve on that? What are these areas? Can I, can I improve on it myself or do I need to ask for assistance? And, um, practicing humility, humility and being humble is, is definitely a big thing. Being able to, to go to someone and say like, you know, can you help me with this? I'm having a difficult time. You know, I, I'm an imperfect human. We're, we're all imperfect. So don't be afraid. Um, to go ask people questions. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm struggling with this, um, particular part of my business. Um, I know that you do a very good job. How do, how do you do a good job in that area? Um, so I, I would say that that's um, a big thing that's helping me. Welcome to Toro Tuesday. This week, I wanted to focus on the snow thrower, the multi-force snow thrower attachment. This is a newer attachment as well. They just came out with it, I believe, last year um, at the time of this recording. And this is for those of you, you know, I'm assuming everyone has heard of a snow thrower, snow blower uh, before. It's basically a machine that you can clear driveways and sidewalks without having to like shovel it or push it with a plow or anything. You just go through it and it just, there's a, a, a circular mechanism inside that chews up the, the, uh, the snow and shoots it out the, the, the side. AK throw, throw it, you know, it can throw this particular one. Um, this attachment throws the snow up to 60 feet. So this one, this is a big one. It's, it's a uh, 21.5 inch snow cut depth. Um, but in the shoot rotation is 200 degrees. So, and it is 48 inches wide. So you can really clear, um, sidewalks and driveways, uh, really quickly with this because it's it's wide enough, large enough, powerful enough for it to really chew through uh, a lot of snow, like really deep snow, as as I said, um, and and it's just, you get it right down to the ground. Again, you know the power broom is not meant for really deep snow. It's meant for you know a few inches, you know that first snowfall, or if you just have a small snowfall, if you you know um, the plow um, is is good for moving bigger piles of snow. Uh, but if you're really trying to get down to the ground and big piles of snow, the snow throwers, where is that? This thing is a beast. Again, for all the visuals to see what it looks like and to see it in action, go ahead and click the link in the episode description at TakeItToToro.com and you can check all that out as well as any specs that um, I left out here. But 
I haven't used this. I've again, I've seen it in action, not as much as the plow because it's relatively new. But this thing is a beast. It throws snow, like I said, up to sixty feet. I mean, this thing is just—it'll throw it up on the roof of of your house if, if you want to. Obviously, that's not the goal. You just want to get rid of the snow. You want to point the chute in a direction where the snow can go and accumulate. That's not going to be on someone's car or your neighbor's house or something. Right. And you just, uh, you just put, pl- pl- you get rid of all that snow real quick and real easy. Cause you're using the, the multi-force, the Toro grandstand multi-force to push this snow thrower. So you're not even walking behind it like a traditional snow thrower. And this is a heck of a lot wider than any snow thrower I've ever seen. Most snow throwers are like, you know, 22 inches or something. It's like it's like having a push mower. But this thing is 48 inches wide. It, it's massive. You know, it's like you're cutting a 48-inch stripe of, of turf, but instead you're clearing 48 inches of snow at a time, you know, pass by pass. So you can quickly uh, get through driveways, large commercial sidewalks, things like that. Um, so this is really good for those bigger jobs that you want to clear out snow like in tandem with the plow trucks or you know tractors or whatever you got that's pushing the snow around in the parking lots um, or on the street and so on you can be using this for all the smaller areas to still get through that really thick i'm just trying to like spell this like really um, hammer this point home it's for the really thick heavy snow like this is heavy duty stuff you know you don't want to get this just for some baby snowstorms like we have here in central virginia this is like up north stuff you know new york michigan minnesota like all the real deal um snowstorms you know that you're getting you know six to six to 12 inches worth of snow, you know, and this thing can just clear it out like, like it's nothing. Um, so this, this thing is a beast. Um, and that's, that's again, another attachment that you need the high, um, flow hydraulics as well as the low flow because the high flow is going to make it spin, um, so that it can cut through the, the snow and shoot it out, uh, throw it out, um, as well as, you know, raising it up and down and side to side to maneuver it that way. So, if again, if you have the hydro high flow hydraulics already, um, for one of the other attachments like the the snow broom, uh, um, uh, the the power broom, then you can use the snow thrower for that as well. So a lot of these things all just start working together. You know, once you already have one thing, now you can get more attachments for that. You have to get another thing, now you can get attachments for that, and you just start accumulating the, these attachments instead of having all these pieces of equipment. You just have all these attachments, which take up a lot less room when you unhook them. You know, they have all these unique ways to store them, wheels and ways to fold them up and take things off and store them on the attachments, like, you know, bolts and um, pins and things like that. And you can just uh, put them in the in the spots on the attachments so everything are, everything's all together. So when you need it again, you can hook everything back up properly and not have to go digging around toolboxes or looking around and trying to remember where you put stuff. It's all together. You can... You know, put them all, you know, in, in, in one spot in your storage or your garage or your shop uh, easily versus having a whole bunch of machines um, that you have to service and um, take up a lot more space and so on. So you have one machine, the Toro Multiforce, or maybe you have multiple Multiforces. You know, if you've got a lot of properties, a lot of commercial uh, properties and so on. 
Maybe you have all of these things. Maybe you have the snow thrower that you use on one multi-force. You have um, the the power broom on another one and a plow on another one. You know, I mean, I know there's the bigger companies that have a whole fleet of Toro multi-force, uh, grandstand multi-forces, and they have all these attachments working at the same time. Or maybe they have more than one snow thrower, and maybe there's a certain attachment that they find works best for their area for their properties, and they get multiple of the same attachment for all of the different grandstand multi-forces that they have. So the possibilities are endless, guys. You know, uh, I was solo when I got the Toro Multiforce, and I, I, knew, I knew that this was going to be a game changer for me. And as my business grew, and, you know, I've got a crew, and, you know, we take on more and more properties, uh, more and more opportunities to add services for our existing clients instead of having to just keep getting more new clients, you know, utilize the ones you have and offer more to them. And uh, this way you're, you're having to deal with less people in some cases. Uh, so that you having the Toro Multiforce on your side is is the way to go. I, I'm, I've been really happy with it and all the different attachments that I have and the attachments that they keep coming out with that I may potentially get. Again, when it comes to snow, we don't get a whole lot here in central Virginia. So I don't, I only have one, um, <laughs> snow, snow attachment. That's the power broom, because if we get snow, it's not that thick, not that deep. So I could use the plow, but like I said, I, I kind of have the broom cause it's more versatile. I can use it for debris and rocks and, you know, sand and dirt cleanups, different, you know, uh, job sites and stuff like that. Sometimes people want me to clean up, like there's a lot of new construction neighborhoods and the houses and all that. And they make a, a huge mess on the street and it just, just stays there. Like no one cleans it up. And a lot of new customers have asked me if I could blow that off or clear it up for them. Cause it'd be like their houses they'd move into. And, but there'd be this leftover construction, dirt, sand, and debris kind of laying around and they, they just don't want, want that there, understandably so. And I'll tell you what, a, a power broom makes a lot quicker work of that than blowing it. Even with the most powerful backpack blower, it just, you know, it's just not the same. And it makes a much bigger mess trying to blow it than to just push it, you know, with the broom, just sweeping it. You know, yes, it still kicks it up and makes a little bit of a mess, but it's a lot more of a controlled mess and you can angle it better. And there's, there's a lot less effort um, to do it that way. So more versatile, which is why I, I ended up getting the broom versus a plow and definitely not that the snow thrower wasn't even out at that time. But I, again, I still don't need the snow thrower here in central Virginia. That's, that's overkill for us. We don't get enough snow to, to make it worthwhile. But if you get a lot of snow, the snow thrower is probably where it's at. Um, but again, you do what's best for you. And you know, that there's a, a huge variety, um, that Toro keeps coming out with. And I heard that there's going to be some more attachments that they're going to be coming out with over the next couple of years as well, as they keep hearing from contractors, you know, the end users, what we're still looking for, what we still might need and what Toro might be able to come up with. So that's exciting news. And I can't wait to see what's, what's more to come with that. So again, for all the information on all the attachments that they have, as well as the snow thrower, go ahead and click the link in the episode description to take you to Toro.com and you can check it all out there. How much time did you waste in 2022 looking up addresses to qualify a prospect? Probably a lot more than you realize. Losing time is losing money. Well, we have a solution for you. It's called My Service Area. My Service Area quickly pre-qualifies prospects based on their address and the specific profitable service area that you have created. Don't take our word for it. Here's what Charles from Stepping Stone Landscaping says about using My Service Area. My Service Area has quickly become an essential tool. The setup was easy, amazing customer service, and most importantly, it saves me money. My Service Area is a no-brainer solution to a very common time-wasting problem of looking up addresses. 
I highly recommend adding my service area to your website before the next spring rush. You know, Naylor talks about creating dense routes, and my service area is certainly a tool that can help you fine-tune your routes. Well, thank you, Charles. Now really is the best time to get started so that you will be in a great position to conquer 2023. Visit myserviceareacom slash LCR for a very special offer that will only be available for a limited time. The link will be in the description. MyServiceArea.com slash LCR. What piece of advice would you give, you know, some young guys starting out such as yourself? Yeah, sure. What, what I'd give is that... Um, you definitely need to have a passion and you, you need to work hard. Um, people like the idea of, oh, business owner and running your own business. And um, that is one thing, but it's definitely a different uh, beast in itself. Um, it, needs, it takes a, a certain personality and it's, it's not necessarily for everyone. Um, you know, you, you can make a lot of money going and, and working for, you know, maybe Tesla or something, make 100, 200,000 working for someone. And, um, you know, that could be stressful too. But it's not easy. And, and people from the outside, a lot of things do look easy. Um, and, and there was a lot of weeks that were 80 hour work weeks, um, you know, sleepless nights, lots of stress it can be high stress. You need to be able to deal with that. Um, you, you need to have a strong mental mindset. I, I really like, um, can't hurt me by, by David Goggins. Um, but mindset, I, I'm, I'm a big advocate for as well as, you know, discipline and, and self-discipline, um, saying, you know, these are my goals. Um, this is my plan and I'm going to hit those goals and being disciplined to, to stay with the structure because you're not going to win, um, you know, going to the gym one day. I'm sure a lot of you heard you're not going to win in one day, but you need to go to the gym consistently. And it's that consistency, um, doing things right more than the other person or, or you know, more often um, creating those good habits that I think is important to um, achieving your goals. So again, not overnight, but a long drawn out, drawn out process. You know, if you want this, it might be five years and it's going to be hard work every single day. And you really got to have a passion. You really got to want it. Um, but never give up if, if you want to do it. Um, if you believe in yourself and you think you can, that's, that's half of the battles just knowing that you can and, um, and going for it. Nice. That's awesome, man. Lots of great knowledge there and, and, and feedback uh, and, and advice. So thank you very much for uh, sharing all that. So something I like to do at the end of my episodes, uh, we've got a thing called pod decks here, and they're just generic, um, lighthearted questions on here that you pick at random, like um, something like you'll say, uh, what what's something that people think makes them look cool, but actually makes them look ridiculous, right? Or... Um, uh, which celebrity chef would you most likely, you know, uh, like to make you dinner? Like just silly questions like that. Right. Sure. So, so we're, uh, we, you know, I haven't looked through all of these cards yet, but people have been picking them all day. So it's just like a fun, lighthearted way to kind of get to know someone a little bit more that sometimes doesn't have anything to do with lawn and landscape. Right. So you down, you want to, you want to yeah, play? Of course, you I'd love to. <laughs> all right. You just pick a card. All right. And you can read it and when you're ready to answer it. And if it's something too crazy or that you can't answer, you don't have any answers, we can we can do the old skippo and tr- pick another card if you want. Sure. No, I really like this one. Right. Would you rather be the most popular kid in school or the smartest kid in school? Nice. Mm. You know, that one was a hard one for me because um, at first, but now that I thought about it, I'd like to be the smartest guy because the smartest kid can learn how to be the most popular kid um, is the way that I thought about that. Nice. Um, so I, I want to be the smartest kid. 
because um, I think that smart kid, um, you know, he has the mindset right, and he's capable of, of getting to where he wants, um, you know, just by reading and learning and, and being coachable. Um, I, I'm not saying, you know, it would be great to be the smartest kid and the most popular kid, but if I could choose one of the two, I want to be the smartest. Yeah. That's a smart answer. <laughs> I kind of feel. Sure. I, I love that. That's yeah, so cool. I kind of agree. Like what you said. Like if you are the smart kid, then you probably will figure you figure out how to be the popular kid, right? You could probably have both. But if you're the popular kid, you might not be the smartest kid. So you kind of have that that struggle there. Well. Well, thank you, Derek, for being on the LCR Media Podcast. Um, I'll, we'll button this up and, and see what else we can get into and, and, and mingle and, and network with some more folks. Uh, we've still got a few, a couple hours left. Uh, this great event here, the Podcast Summit. Thank you to Kohler for powering this event and obviously the Almonds for hosting the event at their new new headquarters. What do you think of this place? Oh, this place is amazing. Yeah, that when you first walk in, the entrance and that's super professional and that, to have all that space, oh man, I, I, I wish I had that we do a little bit of plowing not too much but on call and um we were having some issues with our plow freezing up and that and i was thinking man i wish i had a warehouse field to sit my truck in so it can unthaw or whatever the heck it was yeah. doing so they have that capability and it's definitely a goal um that our company has to have our own shop like this and i'm sure a lot of other people and uh, it's it's nice yeah. to, to see um to, to add another target to the list right for sure. <laughs> yeah well this was 20 years in the making so i'm happy for them to finally achieve this this goal of of theirs um you know they had to work on stuff outside all the time and now like caleb super happy for things like what you said now he doesn't have to be in the freezing cold working on equipment you know he yeah, just be in here so yeah so it's it's good times i'm happy for them it's a great great opportunity for everyone to kind of like see what's 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 uh, possible you know and have some things maybe to to think about goals targets for the future and and just to be happy for the almonds because they, they do a lot of good things for for the community for their community that they're in and this you know the social media community and in lawn and landscape on hardscaping so um so and thank you to the toro company for sponsoring the lcr media podcast and thank you again for being on this episode uh till the next till the next time this is the lawn care rookie signing off This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.